Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. Hey, it's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Um, actually, Dennis got a promotion. I did. So we're looking for uh, another help desk person out there. So. Yeah, yeah. you got to come aboard. You join us and become an employee owner yourself. You can take Dennis's seat. Yep, he is so that I can finally move up. To the next seat. And then someone else can move up beyond me. Exactly. <laughs> He's been waiting, too. It's all a matter of putting all the right pieces in the right order. Yeah. So uh, feel free to get uh, join us. Check out our, our careers page over at Tab Computer Systems. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. And you guys remembered we started at 9. So we actually have two callers on the line, uh, two lines open for you. So you may, may want to get online now. 860-522-WTIC is the number. But as usual and customary, we do have some technology news we think you might be interested in. Where do you want to start there, Dennis? Well, I want to start about with something that we've discussed before and continues to be a major problem for some folks. Yeah. Um, remember HP has, uh, in the past, they've released firmwares to their printers, uh, and they're building new ones that come out of the factory yeah, with yeah. logic in them that will not allow you to print if you've got a third party cartridge in it. Right. They don't this, want you to these use are inkjet cheaper cartridges. Right. Now they, they've, Initially, they they kind of denied that there was this campaign to do that, and then they kind of admitted it, and then a couple months ago, one of their uh, executives just let the cat out of the bag and said, yeah, that's our business model, subscribing to Inc. That's that's how we make our money, folks. Right. Now, here is another justification Hmm. for this. According to HP. That comes from their CEO. Oh, wow. They are helping you, you see. yeah. They're being nice to you and protecting your device and your network. Really? Yeah, because if you use third-party cartridges, your printer can be hacked and your network compromised. Really? Really. That's what they said? Yes. Do they know we have an article about them being hacked by Russia that's that's coming up? Do we have that? That, I wonder if they were using the wrong cartridge. Okay, I'm going to sound like I'm defending them, but I'm not. Yeah. That was a different company. 
They're both HP. Yeah. But one is the products division, and then the other one is the enterprise software and server division. I'm just wondering if the enterprise software and server division had a compromise cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But that's crazy. Here, I mean, they've gone from like denying this whole thing to. Right embracing it, and then telling you it's for your own good that we're making you pay through the nose for ink cartridges. That's crazy. Uh, now, it is true that there is a danger, okay? Yeah. It's theoretical. Ah. It, it, the logistics that it would take to actually compromise printers by this method by a cartridge. are pretty involved, and the end result for you, if you are a crook trying mm. to compromise printers, yeah. the end you know, destination of where you're going with this is yeah. very questionable because what can you do with the printer once you've taken command of it? Oh, a you can make of, it shoot paper like crazy. Maybe uh, you'll get I a mean, paper cut in your eye or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the capability of a printer to then compromise a network that it's on right. is always questionable because the, the electronics and the logic in the printer are going to constrain that. Right. It depends on what they can do, how much memory is in the chips and so right. on. And a lot of cases, they got nothing, especially with some of these consumer-grade printers right, right. where the the electronics just aren't that good to begin with. So right. what are they going to do? Well, and what they're going to do is they're going to get ink all over the paper. <laughs> they're going to hope you pick up the paper with your fingers, and, and that'll get your fingerprint. And then they can go ahead and MacGyver that into accessing your phone. <laughs> I don't That's what they're going to do. I don't know. At any rate. Well, they're saving us. It's, we thank them. It's That's just great. more rationale for treating customers like yeah. uh, crooks themselves. And I, I, it's just crazy to me. Oh, you can't save so. money on ink. No. All right. All right. In other news, uh, this is uh, interesting. If you, I got some friends and family that have uh, graduated with art degrees uh, from the mm. University of Hartford. They're, they're amazing artists, right? Graphic yeah. artists. And they want to, they can do just, just, Gorgeous, amazing art. Well, the problem is when they put that art on on the interwebs or they sell it or try to market it or what have you, there are AI tools out there that are scraping it. Dolly and and others will go out there and and steal their their artistic uh, approaches. And that kind of makes them cranky because it's hard enough even to get a job in graphic arts, let alone having some AI out there stealing your work. Because it's okay. It's almost the whole Napster thing these days. Right now, again, yeah. there's no law out there that says you can't take people's work. Um, I mean, they're all worried about having some fake call to uh, tell you not to vote. But this is this kind of stuff. <laughs> hey, well, we won't worry about well, it. Well, this is just people's livelihood. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to worry about that. It's like Napster on steroids. <laughs> so there's a tool out there, and it's called Nightshade. Mm-hmm. And basically, it came out from the University of uh, Colorado, I think. No, uh, Chicago. And they, they developed this tool for art graphic artists where you can actually poison the AI. What? Uh, yeah. It kind of hides the art. So basically, it is first reported by MIT Technology Review. Nightshade builds on earlier work by the University of Chicago to give artists a choice in how their work artwork is used. The original version, Glaze, hid art styles from the AI. Uh, while it may recognize that the art piece is a dog, for instance, it may incorrectly recognize a dog as drawn in an anime style versus an impressionism style. Okay. Nightshade goes further. The whole process works by make t- uh, making minute changes to pixels in the artwork. These changes are invisible to the human eye, but detected by AI. The altered pictures corrupt the AI's understanding of the artwork by giving it a new word association in the subject. Oh. So when it looks at the image of a dog, it misidentifies it as a cat. 
Oh, okay. Right? So the only way to fix that, though, is to have humans find all these altered images. But guess what? Humans can't see the, the altered well, images. It's still a dog to them. Right. And the other issue is how can humans correct all these images that are getting vacuumed up at the rate of, what, 300,000 a second? I mean, right. it, 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 that kind of auditing is just not going to happen. It, and it's physically impossible because right. you can't see the altered pixels. So this right. is this is kind of cool. If you're a graphic artist and you're sitting your, you know, you're 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 a parent of a graphic artist and you just dropped a bazillion, a quarter million dollars so that it, your kid can go ahead and make beautiful art, uh, and then these, these darn computers are just ripping them off, they can use this tool to poison their artwork and um, doesn't damage the artwork, right? It's still a beautiful piece of artwork. It's just Dolly can't figure out what to do with it, and uh, they actually. Uh, the version 1.0 of this tool uh, is so popular in universities that they had to actually create mirror servers to allow for it to download faster because there's plenty of folks out there that want to protect their work. I find this interesting in that everyone's so worried about AI. Imagine imagine the tools that are going to be happening now to poison the AI in general. I mean, we've already kind of poisoned it by some of the dumb things we do. It, it, you know, Our searches <laughs> are, so, are getting stupider and stupider. True. Uh, so then you add – imagine you add works, right? that are just written in gibberish or pig Latin or what have you, the AI doesn't know. And before you know it, you know, it's, you know, you're the, you're trying to use a tool to produce something and it injects all sorts of gibberish into your work. So that's kind of interesting. We'll put this link up here for you. You can take a look at it. You can then of course download the tool if you're actually a graphic artist and poison your art so that the AI can't steal it from you. Wasn't that cool. It is cool. It's crazy that it's a thing. I mean, we've heard of Napster, right? How many? Again, our our, our law our, our lawmakers don't understand this stuff until it's way too late. True, very true. Talk about cat out of the bag. Um, did you, I saw this in the news here? T-Mobile plans to deprioritize heavy data users of its home. What? 5G networks. Now, what what do you mean by deprioritize? Well, so here's the thing, right? So we've we've been talking about these. You can get home cellular internet. And it's a great thing. It competes against the cable companies to the point where you're actually seeing ads from the cable companies saying why you don't want to go with cellular internet. Well, guess what? Lots and lots and lots of people are going to with uh, cellular internet and beating the, beating the heck out of the uh, cable companies, which no one's shedding a tear for. However, T-Mobile is saying, you know what? Those folks who are exceeding 1.2 terabytes of data usage are going to see their, their uh, usage deprioritized, meaning your packets are, again, net neutrality, right? Your packets are throttled, right? After you've gone through 1.2 terabytes of data, they're going to say, well, any request from Dennis out there is going to be a second-tier request versus a primary-tier request. It only affects about 10% of their um, their base. And again, depending on the competition, they may or may not implement it, right? If they're really trying to do some damage to the competition, they're not going to right. want to throttle you. True. Uh, so we'll see what happens with this, but of course, this is the the thing. They have to manage their networks, right? You have to allow the internet provider to manage their networks, and if they're going to throttle you to not to your satisfaction, you can choose a different provider. Yeah, the amazing options of choice. Ooh. So uh, we'll put this link up here for you. If you're a T-Mobile user, uh, you can see if you're being impacted by this. And again, some people may not even be imp- impacted because they're just trying to. They'll be testing it in different areas, kind of thing. Um, but it's not a surprise. Uh, Comcast, by the way, a cable company, they also have a 1.2 terabyte cap. Oh. But guess what? 
it's not enforced in the Northeast market, where it faces more competition from fiber optic oh, services. No, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, isn't that crazy how that oh. works? So even the cable companies have the same cap. Um, so I'm not trying to cast asparagus on uh, T-Mobile's here, <laughs> but uh, at least you should know about it. So we'll put a link up there for you. Anything else you want to talk about? Well, you we should probably go to our break. Yeah, now. I think so. We've had a ton of calls coming in, so Hal, Jack, and John, hang on. And one line open for you, 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be Ah, yes. We are back. Yeah. Carolyn's doing some great stuff with the music. We're back in the day. Yeah. It was just yesterday for me, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get on line and we'll do our best to help you out. 860-522-9842 is the number. Let's get to your calls right away. You're nice enough to join us first thing in the morning. We're going out to Marlboro and Hal first. What's going on, Hal? Good morning, guys. Morning. Um, my calculator, the calculator app, <clears throat> excuse me, on my Windows 10 is not working. It, I click on it, it comes up for a second or two and then just disappears. Huh, sounds like when a uh, solitaire wouldn't work. <laughs> you can't calculate on your computer. It's like, that's awful. It's cool. well, I've tried a couple of steps to remedy the situation. I, I, right. did a, uh, I went, opened up settings. I did a reset. I uninstalled and reinstalled the app. Uh, what else did I do? I, did a, I ran a thing called get-apex package oh. uh, to uh, re-register all my Windows apps. Yeah, I was going to suggest that. It uh, didn't like help. I reinstalled it, and, yep. uh, and I also ran a system file checker. I did an oh. SFC yeah. slash scan now. Right. Done all those things, and it's still not working. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you, well, took, those, you, you stole are, all of our thunder. <laughs> I mean, I mean, those are things that I've done in the past to fix. You know, those are what we what are informally called metro apps. They were. Um, they come in through the Windows uh, or Microsoft Store, and they get installed that way. And that's why those uh, PowerShell commands you referred to, like get dash app package, right? No, um, are that's how you manage them. And this is Windows Ten, right? Yep, Windows Ten, right? <laughs> Just love this. He can't use his calculator. I mean, it's almost as bad as it not knowing what time it is, which happens too. Um, and you've done exactly everything that's listed as far as what you should be doing. Um, how old's the computer? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an old computer, but I, uh, I, I keep up to date with it. It, it does all its updates every month or so. And I, I run uh, scans, I run virus and malware scans on it. But I don't think I've got anything. I, that's what, that's another step I took. I ran a virus scan and a malware scan just to see if something was going on. And they both come up with nothing. Right. Unbelievable. I mean, everything you've listed, I can't think. I saw, I see no alternative to everything you've listed to fix this problem. I, what the do you only get? other thing that I can think of is to run a Windows repair, which is it's like reinstalling Windows on the computer, but it isn't really going to it's not really going to overwrite anything or, or get rid of any of your apps. It's just going to reinstall the operating system files and it'll. It'll modify the registry a little bit, clean that up too. 
Yeah, but um, it's kind of like giving your like an engine an overhaul because you have a, a low uh, yeah. tire. Or it's like trying to carve a turkey with a machete. I get it. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, it. That, but that's really the that's really the the next step that I would be taking with you if well, you were. There's another one. Oh, and I bet you there's a bazillion other calculator apps oh, out there. Oh, yeah. And ninety percent of them are probably free. They're probably free, but you gotta be careful if they ask you what your location is or stuff like that. But if you look at like, I bet you Texas Instruments or somebody has a calculator app you can download and not use Windows. It's 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 a lot of work here to fix this. Yeah, I did load uh, another one on there, but uh, I'm just very curious as to why taking all these steps, the uh, the original calculator which I've used for years. Uh, is not working. It just stopped working. I, I was working on it. Uh, I used it in the morning, came back in the afternoon, tried to load it, and it just stopped. It. Uh... Right. So why do you think we're so jaded? I mean, <laughs> this is this is what we see every day with more, you know, much more complicated systems. You know, networking, security. This is this is our life, and your your silly calculator is not working, and you've <laughs> done e- done everything right to try to get it to work. Welcome to Microsoft. Yeah. Welcome to why there's there's senators starting to say, "Hey, Microsoft, why is your stuff so crappy?" Um, this is this is our life, and this is again why I'm so jaded. Maybe not my dentist; he's not a jaded person, but um, <laughs> it's just crazy that this is a thing, right? Yeah, uninstall, I agree. reinstall didn't work. You did the system file checker. You did the updates. You're, it's ridiculous. Well, I was gonna, also going to ask: Did you um, did you call tech support from the <laughs> manufacturer? Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, not that I think that they're going to be able to solve it either. But I'm just wondering if you uh, went that route and what they had to say. No, I didn't. Okay. How about a re- uh, doing a restore point? Did you do any other kind of updates on your system before it stopped yeah. working? You can, yeah, no, you can do no, a recovery. No, no, no. Have you that, tried the recovery? The latest, the latest, I got the latest update in uh, um, when was January 10th, I guess it was, and uh, uh, everything was fine. And all of a sudden, it just stopped working this week. Yeah, no, I know. All of a sudden, again, is another word. If we would be bazillionaires, yeah, we, <laughs> I've heard it so many times. For a, just a nickel would get us there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there's we can put some articles, and you can see if there's some aspects of those articles that you haven't tried. I mean, Dennis gave yeah. you an option here, like taking a machete to this thing and having it, you know, redo the whole entire operating system because your calculator doesn't work. Um, yeah, that's a little overkill, I think. Yeah. It is and it isn't, but just imagine, you can't get the app to even work. Can we even trust its ability to calculate? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. And you know, is 2 plus 2, 4 on the Microsoft Windows calculator? I don't know anymore. I mean... Well, Mike G found what I call a shotgun article that includes a whole lot of fixes. Yeah. Some of these you have already done, but we can post it. And you may find that some of the other suggestions work for you. And whichever ones do, I would love to know about it. Uh, the one that I'm thinking of that you might want to try next would be the Windows Store Troubleshooter. All right. And try Windows that maybe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, Hal. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Good luck. And let us know how it goes. We're curious yeah, to know I, how many I wanna, hours. I really want to know. <laughs> how many hours of your life did Microsoft steal for you because their calculator didn't work? We'll be right back. <laughs>
Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have one line open for you. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And just, I was just curious, you know, I made that comment, you know, I bet you, if the ca- you know, <laughs> once you get the calculator app working again, it probably won't give you the right results. And you can do a search on Google. You can just Google it. And there's tons of articles about how the Microsoft calculator produces wrong answers in simple math operations. Oh. And uh, basically, they revamped their calculator in Windows 10. And if you go ahead and back in this article is 2016, if you put in 2 plus 2 times 3, the calculator, oh. of course, would not take into consideration order of operations and would give you the wrong answer. Thank you, Microsoft. Um, we love your revamped calculator. This is, this is it. I mean, how do you release a product like that? Right? It's a simple calculator. And then you say to yourself, geez, it's a computer. The word compute is in the word computer, and you can't <laughs> <Right>. calculate <laughs> two plus two times three correctly. It works if you if you flip the the uh, scientific mode on the calculator, right. but it should work in standard mode too. Uh, we'll see how this right. works. Right, and it would also work if you had typed everything in in the right order, but that right. isn't something that you should have to do. Right. Yeah, because you have a computer, right, Dennis? Right. So we we were just curious. I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not too it's not too far fetched. All right, let's go on to your calls. We're gonna go to uh, Jack in Glastonbury next. What's happening, Jack? Yeah, can you hear me? I'm on speakerphone. If we can. Oh, yeah. Sure, you sound okay. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I'm not in the middle of a forest right now, doing a little hike, but I've got a nice. question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a uh, my uh, Windows 10 computer has a C and a D drive, and the C drive is where most of the you know where the system stuff is and the, and the D drive is kind of like where you keep your all your other files right but I, I noticed that the user file uh, is on the C drive and that's getting very full so that my C drive is almost 
it's 90% full. I've got like 20 gigs left on there. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if there's a way I can move the user file over to my D drive. Yeah, there are ways you, you can do that. Um, what might be simpler than moving the entire user directory from one drive to another would be maybe to relocate your documents folder to somewhere on the D drive. What you'd have to do is create a folder for yourself on D. You can call it My Documents or whatever you'd like. And then what you do is you open up the properties for documents on the left side of Explorer in Windows. You look at a tab in the in the properties that's called Location. And then you would type this new location, whatever it is that you created on you the D drive. you got to create it first. Right. Okay. I, so I told him that. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> you type that in. And it will actually relocate all those files and move them for you. Yep. Right. I understand part of that, but I don't use the documents uh, thing for my documents. I've got all of my documents and all of that on the uh, already on the D drive. Where my the big one that I've got out there right now is my music uh, library. That's under the oh. users. Uh, well, you can. I, I'm do, wondering if I can move that because Apple you, and all of those other things know where. It's where it is right now well any any of those dedicated folders that are under your user account like documents desktop music video all of those can be moved using the same method that i just described they all their properties all have a location tab and you put in your new location whatever you created on d and it will move them all for you but the apps are not going to say, oh, you moved them over here. Yes. The apps themselves may not find them where they were. So in the apps that you're using, you're going to have to you know, make sure that they know to look in this new location okay. as well. That's why there's a lot of housekeeping that goes along with this. Um, and that's Under- why I don't advocate moving the entire users folder because then you're going to be doing a lot of housekeeping in everything yeah. right now. All you need to do is check your music apps yeah. and then change those. And you're, okay. you're limiting all of this follow-up work that you'll have to do. All right. One other thing is my plan is to do this right after I do a backup. So normally at the end of the month, <laughs> nice. I do my backup. Yeah, That's good job. Clapping. I will be doing that, and it will be, <laughs> it will be checkpointing my system. So that, uh, so after I, the backup's complete, that's when I'll, I'll do this in case I – mess things up. You know? All right. Good idea. Very good idea. Excellent idea. All right. Well, thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Jack, where are you hiking? Is it a good place? Uh, I'm not in Mansfield right now in a in a forest uh, off of Knowlton Road. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm with a group of people, and we do these hikes every so often, but I want to get this question in. Yeah. Because I'm going to do my backup at the end of the month, and that would be too late for me to ask the question. That sounds good. Well, we're glad you did, and uh, I guess those banana slug ads worked. Uh, I'll see if I can find some. It's pretty cold out here, so I don't think there'll be any there. All right. All right, Jack. Have fun. Thanks for calling. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Don't you, you remember those banana slug ads? Hey, Peter. There's a banana slug talking to a kid to go outside and hike. Oh, okay. You know? No, maybe you don't hear. I'm a, I'm a radio junkie. I'm sorry. We're going to go on to uh, the next call here. Let's go to John in East Long Meadow. What's going on, John? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, I'm having a problem getting I, – I, let me start at the beginning. I, I recently purchased a, uh, a tax program 
the, the most popular one from one of the local warehouse stores, yeah. and I downloaded it. Uh, I downloaded it and installed it. But every step along the way seems to be a problem. Uh, you know, it, it, when you I did, I did the download, it, it, part of the installation is to do, do an update to get the uh, what I downloaded up to today's standards, and I checked it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The download isn't even current? <laughs> Jiminy crickets. No, no, no. no I, I thought that too. And in the, and in the course of doing the uh, uh, the update, it did say it'll be another three or four minutes because we do do find updates. Okay. And it get it, it completed. Yeah. And it says, are you ready to go? And I says, yeah. So click the launch button. I did. And it comes up with a uh, thing saying, uh, we can't get to the update site. Because your your internet is down, and I just oh. downloaded it, installed it, everything. But there's a way you can you can retry or, or bypass it. I bypassed it. Uh, it it asked for my name and, and uh, 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 password. I put that in, and then it I said ready to go to the authentication thing where you know you verify this is the program you downloaded and that you use the number that the uh, that I received with the email, uh-huh. but it just keeps coming back to uh, putting in my my email, and, and uh, I, I know you can't fix the you can't fix the the, the computer. I mean the the uh, program. But is there any ge- general housekeeping rules or anything I could try? Because I've been at this for about two weeks, and I've talked to at least seven different people at the uh, customer support uh, facility at the uh, you what, know at the yeah. Uh, What's the program name? Is it TurboTax? Yes, it is TurboTax, oh. I've, and I've used it for the last six years, and it never had this problem before. Interesting. So you download it; it says to update it. You update it; it says it wants to update itself again. <clears throat> then it says it's ready to go, and then you can't go because it wants it can't find the internet. But no, no, it can find the internet, but it says that my it, it didn't see that I typed in my name and password. It keeps asking me for my name and password again. You know, it it. it I did the download and the update, and part of the update is to make sure that the, the uh, you know, it's, it's current with today's tax rules. And that, that happens every time you start this program. The first thing they do is they check for updates. I mean, that's, that's normal. But, but yeah. I, I, I'm at the sign. I'm, on, I'm at the authentication portion of the thing, and it says, how do you want to sign in? You get the option of uh, uh, one of them being your, your email, right. your username. And I put in my email. Then it comes back with another screen. What's the password? I put the password in. It comes back with, instead of ready for the authentication screen, it comes back with, how do you want to enter the authentication screen? Asking me for my email again. And I, I, I've gone through it a couple of times just to make sure it's not a trick. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I know that's, you know, and they can't find anything wrong at the at TurboTax. And, and uh, I'm about to give up, but I wanted one last try. Is there, is there any uh, housekeeping rules or, or you know, computer housekeeping rules that I could try before. Uh, no, I mean, there's nothing that we're thinking of that would cause us. This is a purely a TurboTax software issue. Um, they, Yeah, it's its own software talking to its own authentication, authentication servers and its own update servers. So it's, it's entirely within their world, as it were. Now, when it kicks off that request, is there any browser involvement? Are you, is it, does it kick off Chrome or I, um, Edge, or is there any kind of interfacing with a browser for this to work? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say that. It, okay. It just, I, I mean, I, I use Yahoo all the time, or, or uh, Firefox all the time. My email's on Yahoo, and I have no trouble with anything else. 
No, no, I, well, we we understand. Yeah, I did, you may want to install another browser option there. I mean, I, I'm thinking there's something going on there with that authenticator where it's. Yeah, what I what I was thinking. Well, he's got Firefox and he he's going to have Edge too. Right, and then yeah. he might even have Chrome. So there's already three options. Well, two or three well, that he would already have. One one of the the people of the seven I have spoken to suggested we we uh, come up on Edge. All right. Oh, so that, they're on the same another, thing. Another one said said uh, Chrome. Okay. And uh, to get anywhere at all, this is important. I think uh, they had me. I had to turn off the firewall and the uh, virus checker for the course of trying to do it, and that got me some. That got me to this point where I I can't uh, uh, sign in. But uh, I, had, I had trouble initially getting a password, all kinds of stuff, and. And I'm here, and and I'm I'm getting frustrated, and, and oh, they right. can't help me. And there's no there's no. Uh... And there's nothing worse than having your your tax software tell you to turn off your security tools. It doesn't give you a, you know, a nice sense of confidence there. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I think I I just have a feeling it's browser related, and they they do too. Yeah. That that's what they're angling at. I can tell you that right now. Um. The other. Eric may be onto it. Uh, install another browser, okay? You can pick anything, you know, Brave, Vivaldi, Opera. Or Chrome, something or more. Or Chrome or anything. I think, I think the other ones might be a little too restrictive and cause even further problems. Well, true. Brave well, Brave and Vivaldi have privacy protection, yeah. so that might not be good. Um, well, Opera. Opera is a general um mm-hmm. A general browser, yeah. uh, but install that briefly. Make it the default browser for the computer. Right. Re- reboot the oh, computer, okay. and then do nothing but try to work with with TurboTax. Yeah. Okay. And see if you can get it to go, and see if it invokes Opera to do the authentication, and then see if that works. Now the other th- the other thought is right. It's, it's going to cost you what? Probably two or three hundred bucks. Right when you're all do- said and done for the TurboTax. Uh, well, actually, it was a great it was a great deal. If, that you, I bought it at uh, I don't want to make, mention the name of the store, That's but fine. they had a, they had a sale where I could get it for about twenty dollars cheaper than the, the the program itself cost me forty four dollars. Yeah, and that actually included a ten dollars uh, coupon in there for when I file my the, the federal tax filing is, is free, but the state is is got a charge and this coupon's good against that charge so nice uh and like i said i've been used i've used the same process the last two years and i've been using TurboTax for five or six years yeah you know the download thing uh one, you, you, well you one, come up with some magic thing <laughs> yeah well no. one more question do you have uh any antivirus on the computer other than uh the built-in defender no okay I was wondering if there you, you had one of these antivirus packages that might actually be acting as a as a background proxy for your web browsing, mm. and it might that might be throwing it off. But no, Defender doesn't do that. So no. yeah, uh, so well, try try the browser. Try the browser idea. Um, if, I mean, TurboTax really their support which should be the right solution, but seven of them, my goodness. Uh. Um, Every, everybody had a slightly different tech, but. Uh, you know, I, I ended up at this this uh, endpoint right here where I can't get past this step. Yeah. Well, for based on what two different people told you, they that the browser issue is what they're mm-hmm. what they're going after. They're just doing it okay. in different ways. Yeah. I hope.
hope I don't have to call back next week. Well, if you do, <laughs> if you have time, we'd love to know if that was a solution. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, gents. Yeah, good luck. Have a good one. Remember, right. stay out of trouble or have fun, okay? Right. Well, then, yes, that's what you're going to say here. You could also not pay your taxes, I guess. There's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Can you offer professional advice on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Never, never. All right. Good luck, okay. Jen. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Of course, they would never want you to not pay your taxes. My goodness. Um, all right. We're going to step out for a quick break. Craig. I know, Jeff, this is Computer Talk. Hang on, we'll get to your calls. We'll be right back. Miami Vice. Yeah, man. Iconic. <laughs> Carolyn, going to the well for us. Uh, we're going to get to your calls. We're going to be at 11 o'clock. You guys are nice enough to join us this Saturday morning. And, uh, you know, the turbo tax and the poor guy can't pay his taxes. What's he supposed to do? I don't know. That's crazy. Ooh. But we look, we have a lot of articles that we posted because this is a problem that goes back year after year after year after year. Seems mm-hmm. they have had this type of issue. Um, interesting that, you know, seven different support folks over at TurboTax couldn't help him. Uh, that's just nutty. So hopefully we gave him the right answer or gave him the right thing to try. Let's go to Amherst, Massachusetts and Ina next. Hi, Ina. Am I saying that right? It's Ina, yeah. All right. Yeah? What can we do for you? Well, it's time for us to get a new computer or maybe two. Our main computer is often used for sports games, paying bills, and and right now it's a tower. So Mm -hmm. we're wondering is that, you know, do we go the laptop route? Do we go with the tower? Our second computer, also old, is a all-in-one frame touchscreen. Mm. I, I don't even know if they make that technology. Oh, it yeah. doesn't have the, the tower, but it's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. We're trying to look for a direction. That, and can I say the word Netflix? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, uh, TiVo, they're no longer going to stay in business because um, entities, you know, uh, don't use their cards. Mm, TiVo's finally going to be gone, huh? Yeah. So, a sad you know, we don't want to invest in a computer where the technology is going to be, you know, going yeah. old. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, you know, it really just depends on what you're going to do with the device. I mean, a laptop is nice and portable. You can move it around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would angle toward the laptop based on kind of what you said. Uh, all-in-ones are nice too, though, but the only issue is when the all-in-one breaks, you're dealing with the whole thing. That's not it's yeah. having trouble. It's hard to work on. Yeah, they yeah they can be. I mean, you can still you know work on the different portions separately, but it it does take a little finessing. And then of course towers are the, the word towers are getting a little more passe. You're going to find towers still in computer-aided design where you get to put these video cards in there and this liquid cooling to keep the thing uh, nice and cool and operating, but you're not doing any of that at your home. So you could look at even um, mini computers. These are these are computers that are about the size of a coffee mug. Um, oh. Yeah. And, they're pretty, yeah. Okay. and that's what we do for our clients, for our business clients. So there's many ways to, to skin this cat, but I would tell you to look maybe at a laptop to, to be able to be portable based on what you've told me. Um, and I would look at yeah, the Envy one. Yeah, yeah, and that, so that might be good for Zoom. Yeah. And so you can oh, yeah. hook those easily up to a monitor, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. 
Yep. Yeah, right. the 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 NVs I think all have an HDMI port. I, I couldn't tell you for certain, but they I think they so. must. Yeah. Um, and you should be able to adapt it out to an HDMI port to connect it to a, to a monitor if you want to. Okay, and is the is it Acer? Um, is that the Acer is a fine brand, but we, I like HP NVs. It's done well by me. My my oldest has still got his NV from college, and. He's mm-hmm. 26, so uh, it, they last a long time. The metal frames are the quality. The one, the one right in front of me, I bought in 2019, mm-hmm. and it runs as well as the day I bought it. Yeah, and, and it will it. probably for another couple of years. Yeah, yeah. That's so. an NV. Yeah, HP NV. Take take a look yeah. at that line. It's a pretty. It's it hasn't failed me unless you use the plastic versions of it, and then those hinges go. Yeah, it's, it's oh, aluminum. Okay. Yeah, stick aluminum. Stay with aluminum. Met. Oh, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate You're welcome, Lena. Good luck to you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So Jeff and Craig, hang on. Uh, three lines open for you guys. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. Also, we're podcasted. So if you if you miss a show or you miss something we talked about, you can subscribe to our podcast. Go to WTIC.com or even on computertalkwithtab.com and then subscribe to us on your favorite podcast delivering uh, mechanism. And you can listen to us 24-7 for the rest of your lives. We'll be right back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.